0: Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson and Pastor Keith Radke of Redemption Hill Church in Eagle Mountain, Utah. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it's our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve and Pastor Keith for today's conversation.
1: All right, back together on Shouts of Grace Radio, Pastor Keith Radke with Pastor Steve Pearson. So good to be with you today. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. We were just talking, Pastor Steve, it's been a year. Yeah, that's crazy. We're at the one-year mark, approximately, for Shouts of Grace Radio.
2: Yeah, that's awesome, and a lot's happened in a year. Mm -hmm. We We were together at the same church, and now we have two separate churches. You're pastoring River Community and... Myself, um, Redemption Hill, and and we're carrying on with this. This is awesome. I yeah, love
1: it. and we're still friends.
2: And we're still <laughs> friends, man, and and great, great, great friends. And seeing God do great works, and so uh, that's right. You know, I yeah, mean,
1: this was not a church split, people. Yeah. <laughs> this was a sending, purposeful sending. That's right. Yeah. At which
2: goes to show you that you can, you can be, and should be in a place, and and when when that separation time comes, it can be good and yes. right. And, and, and honestly, you, you left behind, um, our, our youth pastor and, and his wife. Oh, and so that's great. <laughs> we love them. They're awesome people. <laughs> you, you invested into, and yes. we have that, we that left, investment. <laughs> we left a gift. <laughs> that's
1: right. <laughs> well, you know, on our last episode, we were talking about the importance of taking good advice of, of where do you go for counsel? And, and that has been our relationship, the side by side, iron sharpening one another, learning and growing together, leaning on each other's strengths, um, you know helping each other in, in times of weakness and, and I've mm. really appreciated that friendship and and Likewise. what it's meant I mean it's not just, you know, the multiplication of churches is not just people finding value in ministry. It's just enjoying the life that God's given to yeah, us right. that we get to sit back and say, only God could have done this. That's right. Only God could have brought us together. And Shouts of Grace is a testimony to that. So we've been talking through the book of Proverbs for quite a few episodes now. And we wanted to take a couple of episodes and dedicate them to speak directly to men and a few to speak directly to women. So today we're going to start with Proverbs chapter 6. And there are things for women here. Don't get me wrong. It's not that we're uh, saying you can turn off the radio if you're a woman and you're listening. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could share this podcast later with right. uh, somebody in your life. And there's good things here. But we want to talk about a few issues that seem to be pretty specific to men and some issues that seem to be pretty specific to wi- uh, to women and see how the Proverbs addresses those. So we're just going to jump right in from Proverbs chapter 6 where Solomon is giving warnings to his son against going the way of adultery, of sexual temptation, of giving in to the internal lust um, you know through sin. So this is this is going to be a little bit of a sensitive topic. Um, we will definitely do what we can to keep it um, family appropriate. Mm. Um, but let's let's just address this head on. Proverbs chapter six verse twenty seven. As Solomon is warning his son, he says, "Can a man carry fire next to his chest and his clothes not be burned? Or can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be scorched? Mm. So is he who goes in to his neighbor's wife." None who touches her will go unpunished.
2: Hmm.
1: Pastor Steve, we were just talking about this as we were preparing for this. You, you can't play with fire without getting burned, and and that is the, the the heart of the matter when it when we're talking about lust and fulfilling our lust with with actual sin. That's in right. That, in that direction.
2: That's right. Um, several weeks ago, my my kids set up a bunch of dominoes right on the kitchen table, and they made their little designs and everything, and then they pushed the first one. And once they pushed the first one, there was a chain reaction, and it knocked the next one over and the next one over until, you know, you can picture the scene, until it was complete and everything was done. And when it comes to sin, Keith, and particularly this sin as well, any sin, but this sin, when you push the first domino over it triggers a reaction and, and that reaction goes so fast and Mm -hmm. so quick that it is impossible to, um, to, to not reap all that comes from that. And so when we talk about this area, when he says, you know, can, can another version will say, can a man take fire in his bosom and not be burned? The idea is, if you carry the fire close to you, if you allow yourself to walk on the coals, the 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 consequence is you will be burned by mm-hmm. it, right? It's there's not a it, there, there, there's not a coal that's lit that's not that's not hot, right? And and I like what he does because when he finishes this thought into into the end of Proverbs seven, here's what he says, and he kind of summarizes it, but it, it taps into what he's starting here. He says in chapter seven verse twenty four, now O son, listen to me. And be attentive to the words of my mouth. Let not your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths, for many a victim was she has laid low, and her slain were mighty men. Hmm. And 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 so what he's doing is he shares all this, but then he ends this all by saying, "Look at, you're on a path as is that. Don't turn even astray to it. Don't even start the domino right, because." Even if you think you don't have a problem, even if you think you don't struggle, the people that she has slain have all thought that Hmm. the people she has slain have been mighty men. You know, and and Keith, I can't tell you how many times that I've been in counseling situations where I have heard people say, I never used to struggle with that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. I have said this often, you've heard me say this, that you may not be as bad as you can be, but you are as bad off as you can be. And the human heart is a factory of sin. Every potential sin exists in the heart of a man. Given the right situation and circumstances, that sin will produce itself. And so we not never to think, well, I don't struggle with that. No, you struggle with a fallen nature and a fallen heart and everything that comes with it. So God's Word is encouraging us. Don't even do the path. Don't even step on to her path because strong people die there.
1: Well, Steve, you say that it's mighty men that are the victims of the adulterous woman of the of the culture of the the attitude of of immorality, and and that is so important that there are men who have said, "I didn't think that could happen to me." The other thing you see, like in the life of David in particular is you see men who reached a pinnacle of success. They've accomplished so much in life, and they let their guard down, right? They didn't get to where they got because they were lazy, because That's they right. were complacent. They did because they were focused, because they learned to set boundaries and to say no and to keep their eyes on the prize. And then they reach that goal, and, and they are reaping the reward, financial, you know, relational, all of these things and then the guard comes down. Okay, I've arrived. I'm okay. And we forget that the enemy, it says, is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, who may gobble up, right? And he's looking for people who don't have their guard up. You know, when Peter writes that, he says, be sober, be vigilant, right? Be watchful. Keep your eyes peeled. You know, don't, don't get lazy, and 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 I would encourage. There are men right now who would say, "Well, I I wouldn't. I don't struggle with that. I've I've mastered myself. I, I'm disciplined. I've I'm successful in life. I would never let anything like that happen." You are a mighty man. Mm. Good for you. Don't get complacent. That's right. Don't let down your guard because the enemy is looking for that. And we've seen it in ministry, and we've seen it in families, and we've seen it in politics. It's these people that do these great things. They they accomplish so much for a cause. And then their reputation and even the cause itself tends to be undermined by by someone falling into sexual sin.
2: It's interesting, Keith. In the book of Numbers, um, a guy named Balak got a man named Balaam, a prophet, and he was trying to get him to curse the children of Israel. And so... He went, he he took him up high, and he went from every angle, and every time that, that Balaam opened his mouth, a blessing came out against the children of Israel. He could not get God to curse his people, mm. right? But here's what's interesting. Balaam then would tell Balak, you'll never get God to curse his people, but you can get the people to curse themselves. Mm. And here's what happens then. In Numbers chapter 25, the Moabite women come to the Israelite men, and they go into them and 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 what happens there is horrifying and and you see something that that the enemy knew where to go he knew where to attack he took the immoral woman and he presented them and what ended up happening god became angry with the people yeah and and i think there's something in this keith that that we need to pay attention to particularly in our culture everything is is sold with 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 just this this desire for the flesh right. everything i mean i i was looking the other day in a in a tool magazine a tool magazine ought to be safe right, right. i mean right. i mean we're guys we we have you know dewalt drills and all this stuff and then i turn this page and there's like the almost unbelievable scene of a drill being held by someone who shouldn't be in a tool magazine right. and i'm just like lord really I I mean, I'm not going to buy that drill anymore because, you know, there's a pretty woman. But listen, the enemy knows, particularly in our culture, Keith, it is pervasive. It is so... It is so much more pervasive than it was twenty years ago, thirty years ago, even now, five years ago. Even five years yeah. ago, and it's and now I I mean it's in the video games with our kids. Yes, the stuff that's happening, and so there is an attack in this area because if you look back in scripture, you see a pattern of when the enemy has succeeded in dragging men down in yeah. this area, they destroy their own souls, and and that's really what Proverbs six goes on to say. He who commits adultery with a woman lacks understanding, and he who does so destroys his own soul. And then he goes on to say, and wounds and dishonor, he'll get all of his days. Yeah. This is something that that attracts the hosts of hell, Keith. Yes. And it's like a it's, it's like a fly on a piece of meat. They just jump on it, and they just keep going until that person is destroyed. All that he has, all that he owns is ruined, mm-hmm. and he doesn't relent. So God says, don't even bring the fire close to your chest. Right, right? Romans 13, 14. Make some provision for the flesh hmm. to make to, to hmm. fulfill Let the me flesh think about this no, <laughs> make no. no provision for your flesh yeah. and 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 listen and and i and I think maybe on the on the other side of the break, we can really tap into this the, yes. there's something happening in our culture today, Keith, that is devastating to the church, and that is people are beginning to steer clear of the moral imperatives that are explained in Scripture for the sake of not wanting to be labeled a legalist. And the problem with that is there are things in Scripture very clearly that tell us to be holy. And so now what we've done is we've branded Christian liberty as a border that we could walk up to and experience all the possible quote-unquote fun that we can have, not realizing that the Christian liberty for some is leading them to the very brink of sin— and they're making provision for their flesh when they shouldn't be doing certain things. They don't have the liberty to do them, right. but but they don't they, they they don't see that that the enemy is 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 working in that. And I don't and I think there's no other successful area than this area of Proverbs 6 and, and, and lust. Men having relationships with friends that are girls, going out to right. lunch with people that aren't their wives, having I mean there's no boundaries in this and yeah. I'm um, um, Keith.
1: Yeah, and and we need to establish those boundaries. So that's what we're going to talk about on the other side. When Paul writes in Romans chapter 13 about making no provision for the flesh, uh, what does that look like? How is that practically, and how can we protect ourselves as men from falling into that kind of temptation? Uh, we're going to talk more about that on the other side of the break.
0: You're listening to Shouts of Grace Radio with Pastor Steve Pearson and Keith Radkey. At Shouts of Grace Radio, we're thankful for the encouragement from Key Radio reaching Utah on the airways with good news of eternal life from their station in Provo, Utah. Key Radio can be found online at KeyRadio.org, and your support of Key Radio makes programs like Shouts of Grace Radio possible. Now, let's join Pastor Steve and Pastor Keith for the conclusion of today's conversation.
1: It is yeah. a very heavy topic to talk about the issue of lust and sexual sin, especially for men. And we know that it affects women, um, but we're just focusing on, on just men just for this application. Um, but we do encourage women, as you're listening, to, to take heed as well, because even in our own culture, some of the things that have typically been Problems for men with with uh, the, you know online content and 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 uh, connecting with people who aren't their spouses and those kind of things that is becoming more of a uh, of, of an issue among women on a public level and so you know let the word of God speak to you and give you advice on that before we go to Romans thirteen I, I I'm reminded of uh, in this passage a few verses before uh, Proverbs six twenty seven in verse twenty five. It says, "Do not desire." This is of the adulteress or the evil woman. Do not desire her beauty in your heart, and do not let her capture you with her eyelashes. For the price of a prostitute is only a loaf of bread, but a married woman uh, hunts down a precious life. Here's here's the deal. There's so much beauty that is this thin veneer of of mm. something so destructive and and men and women and children people are being led astray by shiny pretty things and the enemy knows that the enemy knows that men in particular are driven by what we see mm-hmm. and and what what and how that materializes in our thought life and how that becomes action you know intention and then action and so it's important for us to to look away when when the beauty is there when you know when it's not a holy or wholesome situation to look away, and you know Proverbs will go on, you know, several times and say, "Hey, if you're married, enjoy your wife. You That's know, right. be captivated by her beauty, because there's real beauty. There's the the beauty of the covenant relationship of marriage, and then there's this thin veneer of beauty that just it, it deceives us into thinking that something so harmful and so destructive is good for us, That's and right. so we want to be aware of that. So, Pastor Steve here in Romans." Chapter 13, verse 14, I just want to read that again, and, and you can take it from there. Um, Paul is writing, and he's talking about walk, walking properly as in the daytime, right, and not to be involved in, in immorality and all these things. He says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Um, as we talk about some some healthy boundaries and how we make no provision for the flesh— can you help us understand the difference between uh, the desires that we have naturally and and where the line gets crossed from natural desire to to lust and to sin?
2: Yeah, so so I think I think this verse kind of paints this picture that in us are these desires. And based on how or who captivates those desires depends on what comes out. Is it mm. glorifying to God or is it sin? So, right. for example, men have a sexual drive. God created them with that. That is fine, right? And it's it's a good thing if it is kept in the context by which God says it's good right. for the wife, for the marriage, Right. If it's not, and it expresses itself outside of that, then it very clearly becomes sin. And so when it talks about making no provision for the flesh to fulfill its desires, it's not speaking there of the good desires that are in us. It's saying your flesh, the natural part of you, the unredeemed part of you has desires. Mm. So don't make allowance for them. Now, that is let let, let me put that in, in modern English set some boundaries and don't cross them you know is is the idea don't give your flesh a stage to play on because right. it will play and 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 you ought never to think that that oh well i can handle this no it's saying don't make any desire so you kill it and so practically you know what was david doing out on his balcony when he was out, should have been out you know you know warring in, in the times right. when kings war <laughs> right that's what it said it right?
1: says when kings go off to war david was at home on the balcony.
2: Yeah. And so he looks out and he sees a woman bathing, right? He sees Bathsheba. Now, what was she doing out bathing on her on her on her on her balcony? You know, some say, Well, that's what they did. Okay. However you want to paint that, that brother knew at that point. Okay, I I need to get out of here. Right. I need, this Turn is, around. Yeah. Go get on your horse, David, and go out to war. Go to war. That's right. <laughs> that's that's what it means to make no provision for your flesh. What it doesn't mean is you go inside and say, Well, you know, I know she's married and I know Uriah, but you know, maybe just a cup of coffee would be good. Maybe right. we can, you know, because the first domino, Keith, right. starts the next domino. That's right. And when you start pushing that can a man take fire in his bosom and not be burned? And so the right thing for him to do, I mean, the, as men, we can't help what comes into our eyes, right? But we can help what we do with it. How we respond point. to it. That's, yes, right. that's right. And so there were, there, there was several years ago where, where I was working in this place and this woman came up and, and listen, guys, guys are dumb, but they're not that dumb. Right. right. And, and, and she walks up to me and I'm at the copy machine and she kind of leans over and I'm just thinking, oh man, I go, this isn't good. So I got my phone. And I called my wife, I said, hey, Hold on a second. I got my called my phone and, and I called my office and said, Hey honey, I just want you to know there's a secretary at our work and she's way too close to me right now. Can you talk to her and tell her to get away? And and the girl looked at me and she was furious. Wow. I mean, but but here's the thing, Keith. You have to war against this. This is not something that you can be nice about. That's combat right I, there. I, well, because here's yeah. the thing if if the first domino falls the end of that is the destruction of my home. That's right. It's the destruction of my marriage. It's wounds and dishonor all my days. You know what? I'm in a war with a real mm-hmm. enemy, and he's not playing fair. And so I'm going to make sure that I warn in a way where that person will never come back to me. And if they want to think that I'm a jerk, they can think that I'm a jerk. But the reality is I've been married for 23 years. And by the grace of God and praise God, we are best friends and and we've both been faithful. And so the point in this, Keith, is how do we set boundaries and what do those boundaries look like? For me personally and my wife, I have no friends that are women that my wife does not know. I don't go out to lunch with with women. I have boundaries in that, right? When, when, when my wife is gone, I don't turn on the computer at home. Mm. I don't, I just, I don't do it when someone's in the house. I just don't do it. I guard myself. Does that mean that I struggle in every area that I guard myself? No, but it's called being proactive rather than reactive. I would much rather be proactive in this area than have to come back and be reactive because when you're reactive, the devastation has fallen. The first domino has taken place. When you're proactive, what you're saying is, I don't want this to happen. And I think many men don't realize that they live their Christian life as a reaction rather than being proactive in fighting against what the enemy wants to do with them. That's
1: very good. It's important for you to set boundaries that are practical, boundaries that are accountable, um, ba- boundaries that are based on your relationship with the people that you care about, because we do not sin and only hurt ourselves that's we right. do hurt the people around us, and that is so important for us to accept here is the most important relationship that makes all the difference, and that is what Paul says here. he says, Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. amen, how do we do this? How do I not go the way of of the fi- of the fallen? How do I not go the way of the many mighty men who have been taken out of the game? you put on Christ. You realize, Mm. like what uh, David recognized when he admitted his sin, he said, against the Lord and the Lord only have I sinned. You know, like Joseph, when Joseph was faced with the temptation of Potiphar's wife and he ran, he says, I can't do this against God and against Potiphar. Like he he understood the implications of giving in to the temptation. It has to do with our relationship with Christ. If you are grounded, if you're abiding in Christ, as Jesus says in John 15, if you're spending time in prayer and in time in the word with him and surrounding yourself with the kind of people that are encouraging you and building you up in that those are those are safeguards those mm-hmm. are boundaries because ultimately our sin is first against god and that is why Jesus died for us. That is why he came to this earth. That is why he had to go to the cross, was to make atonement, was to pay for those sins mm. and to give us freedom, to give us victory over sin. And so mm. what we're doing is we're, we're choosing to walk in the freedom that exists through Christ. And people say, well, how's there freedom and boundaries? Mm. There's freedom and boundaries. That's right. And it is so healthy That's right. for
2: us. That's right. Keith, let me just say this too, for, for the men that are listening establish a relationship with your wife where you have the ability and she has the ability to be able to handle honest mm, discussion. That's right. There are times when I will go to my wife because I'm introduced to somebody and the person makes me nervous. I don't like it. I'll go to my wife and I'll say, that lady makes me nervous. Please, please be around me. I don't, you know, and, and, and again, it's proactive. And there right. are times when my wife will come to me and go, you know what? That person makes me nervous. There's no jealousy there. It's understanding we're in this together as a team. And the enemy wants to destroy my union mm. with the wife of my, youth Mm. and so we have a very a candid relationship in that area and it's and i believe it's preserved um what, what what we have for for years. And if my wife is ever nervous about something or she ever gets a check in her spirit, I get the check in my spirit because I listen to it, that's right? Good. That's part of what we talked about the last episode, having counselors. One of the greatest counselors around me is my wife. And when she so has a true. problem, I have a problem.
1: So true. Well, Pastor Steve, that's about all the time we have for today's conversation. You know, if you're struggling in this area of temptation and you want somebody to talk to just to pray with you, hey, feel free to reach out to us. Go to ShoutsOfGraceRadio.com. Uh, you can catch up on the episodes there, but you can also get in touch with us we would love to talk to you, to pray with you. Find an, a trusted counselor. Talk to your wife. Hmm. Um, go to the Word of God for wisdom. Don't do this alone.
0: Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio. Practical Conversations from God's Word, hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson and Pastor Keith Radke. We hope you've been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If today's conversation encouraged you in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at ShoutsOfGraceRadio.com. That's ShoutsOfGraceRadio.com. At ShoutsOfGraceRadio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about pastors Steve and Keith. Shouts of Grace Radio is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church located in Eagle Mountain, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us at Shouts of Grace Radio, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ.